We're here today in Convoy office for episode five of Happier Work, Happier Life, where we discuss with Emily Long, head of human resources at Convoy, about tips for students applying for internships and fresh grad jobs, advice for nailing that interview and standing out, and the importance of keeping up with trends, current trends to impress your interviewers and also just to be knowledgeable about different things. So tune in if you're interested for great advice and tips. All right, Emily, thank you for joining us today. Hi, thank you, Thomas. So my first question, I saw you recently ran the Finspire Hackathon. Tell me about that. What is Finspire? Now, Finspire, it is an event. Um, now, how we first get the name is definitely FinTech Inspired. So Finspire. Now, this is an online hackathon event that we actually had last weekend over 27 to 29 of March. Now, during this time, we have 150 participants across different universities. They come together actually taking uh, two full days, like a hackathon, I'll call it rather marathon, that they actually form into 31 teams where they uh, will come up with ideas to solve financial-related problems. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <laughs> so in addition to coming up with solutions, do you also look at this as a way to recruit talent? Mm. Yeah, certainly, you know, I think um, how we recruit talents, you know, like I think this is one of the biggest online hackathon uh, event amongst the university students. Now, I think through the interaction with them, you know, we actually are able to see some potentials Mm. where, you know, we are really looking at, you know, how they could eventually come on to join us as summer interns or even oncoming our graduate trainee program, you know. And, and we will certainly continue to engage with them because upcoming following the session, we have some mentorship program that we will run for, for some of the winners. Oh, mm. can you tell me more about the mentorship session? Is it open to mm. only the winning teams? How many people are going to be taking part in that? Yeah, well, unfortunately, it's only open to the winning teams because we are we want to be very targeted. You mm-hmm. know how you know we kind of uh, engage with them, how we interact with them, and how we are able to bring some of these ideas nearer to the execution point and um, to further completion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be something excited for them, exciting for them as well as for ourselves. Sounds mm-hmm. very exciting. Mm-hmm. Moving on with the I guess talent recruitment. How do you currently hire millennials and Gen Z? Because I mean, Mm -hmm. most of the students are probably Gen Z. Yep. Well, I think like this hackathon that we have done, you know, this Finspire hackathon, um, there are always different ways to engage with millennials and uh, Gen Z because now we, we can't use the old platform, you know, through drop portals anymore. Of course, we, we still use them, but they shouldn't be just the only portal. Mm. So we use a lot of social media. We use different ways to help um, these, um, uh, our potential talents, help them to actually participate uh, you know, with more participation tools rather than just, um, you know, one-way approach. So Mm. do you have any advice on, or tips? Do you have any advice or tips for these candidates to improve Mm. their competitiveness when applying Mm. for financial institutions like Convoy? Mm -hmm. Well, definitely one thing very important, they should always stay very abreast of the industry, especially in the fintech, because, you know, if you look at the current surviving fintech companies, you know, why the reason why some of them survive and some of them make it through and some of them successful and some not. No, I think there's a lot of um, um, lessons to learn from there. 
So besides drawing these lessons, I think um, they have to keep very abreast of the financial market as well as all the regulatory speakers. You will see that, you know, with IA, with uh, SFC, there are a lot of regulators around. I think it is good to be all uh, rounded in terms of information and in terms of, you know, knowing what the trends are. So in an interview, do you typically ask them what are the recent trends and news in finance? Well, sometimes we do. We, we, I think, you know, through the way when we give case studies, you know, in our interview, we, we could tell whether uh, do they read up enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they may not know everything. I think, well, um, having some knowledge is good to show that you are, you are actually presenting your, um, your level of interest rather than not knowing. But of yes. course, we can't expect the, the fresh grad to have, you know, the experience. That's a different thing. Yep. So mm-hmm. say a fresh grad went into interview with you and you asked this question. Of course, if they tell you all these new updates and trends, you're like, yes, this is a really good person. But if they don't, mm-hmm. does that necessarily disqualify them from getting the job? Um, no, I think when I ask about trends, I would definitely also ask for their personal input. You know, mm. it's not just about knowing the industry. It's also how much you are able to analyze it, how much you are able yes. to take the points and elaborate further and, and kind of put in your own piece of the story. I think that really helps a lot. Mm. Definitely agree. I think personality really mm. comes out in an interview. Yeah. So my next question is, currently, it's natural for candidates to grab the first job that comes their way, especially mm. in uncertain times like now. Mm. Do you think... What are your thoughts on that? Hmm. Now, well, I must say that, you know, um, you have to know yourself, you know, but at the same time, don't be picky because in a market like that, you know, if you are picky, you probably will not land yourself anywhere. Be very down um, to earth, be on the ground. Yeah. But at the same time, I do not agree just grab anything that comes mm-hmm. along. Now, reason being because in, in a job, you spend many hours and that job has to bring some form of value to yourself, which means mm-hmm. it, uh, you offer a platform for you to grow your own development. You know, if you just grab any job, you know, I'm, I'm very sure after one month, two months, you kind of you lose your momentum. So no point doing that. Now, Maybe, Thomas, can I take this opportunity to ask you to, because you, you are probably one of, uh, you know, I believe millenniums, no, Gen, Gen Z. In between. <laughs> yes. In between. Now, will you just go for any job that comes along, you know, if you're looking for a job? I think coming out of university, I was more leaning towards that way, mm-hmm. especially when I thought there weren't many jobs. Yep. But after my first few jobs, I realized, you know, it's really about company culture. If you go for the first thing, you mm. might not know that there's something better afterwards. Mm. But then it's about, I believe, a balancing game. Mm-hmm. Like if someone, if a company offers you a really good position, mm. I mean, how do you decide? Okay, they give you one week to decide, but mm. you haven't looked at other jobs. Yep. I mean, how would you suggest I approach that? Should mm. I say, okay, um, accept the job or sorry, I want to look at other jobs? Like if an applicant came to you, you offer mm. them a job mm. and you tell them they had to decide it in one week. Mm. If they came back to you and said, hey, I'm still looking at other jobs. I want to mm. weigh the options. Does that mm. come off as good or bad to you? Now, I think no companies will want to see themselves as last choice. Or, exactly. You know, so, so now I always think that it is not good. To, it doesn't reflect well on the candidate to do that. Now, if you are doing that, please do not tell the employer, <laughs> your future employer. I mean, it doesn't look uh, reflect well on one. But I think uh, it's also another thing. Uh, always find out, you know, um, 
what are the roles this job may eventually help you to rotate into? Mm. Because I think also knowing what are the other areas of roles that's available in the organization. So it's about career progression. What's yeah. the next step? Mm -hmm. What does that look like in Convoy? Is it, you mm -hmm. know, people join and then is it after two years they can look at a, a promotion or mm -hmm. what's it like in mm -hmm. Convoy? Now, in, for me, from HR, well, a career progression doesn't mean just a promotion alone. Now, um, it could be, you know, an expansion of a role, but mm -hmm. in a lateral, a lateral move. Yes. So now, because more importantly is to develop the person's um, skill set in terms of whether technical skills, social skills, or communication skills. You know, it helps putting the person in different environment to acquire different skills. Yeah, in Convoy, definitely we, we have that. So I think, you know, probably you are aware, you know, we have currently some uh, graduate trainees who come over to join us in Convoy. Mm -hmm. Now they are actually rotating every six months into mm -hmm. a different role. Now that helps them to get the exposure in the different departments. Does that also help them in the social skills and communication or do you have specific maybe mm. trainings or courses for that? How does that work? Yeah, definitely in Convoy, you know, our GT program, uh, graduate training in short, um, you know, we have a series of training, like we have training for them, like design thinking. We also actually have mentors that's attached to them, help them, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of if they want to grow or if they have questions to ask uh, when they just started their career, I think this will help them to move forward more meaningfully. And how does the mentorship program work? Do people get to choose? Like, mm -hmm. Emily, can mm -hmm. you be my mentor? Or is mm -hmm. it assigned mm -hmm. to them? What, is, what does that look like? Now, uh, both ways. Now, of course, uh, we, not everyone will get to choose, but because we observe them three months down the road first and, okay. and see you know, what are the areas probably they need some help with. Mm -hmm. And then we look at you know, who are the mentors available. Mm -hmm. And how many people do you accept into this graduate training program usually? Um, well, the current one is our first one in Convoy. Oh, okay. So there's five of them. Five? Mm, yep, to start with. Yep. And then do you plan to expand in the future as well to more? I, I do hope that will happen. Yeah, because I think so far these five, you know, they have proven, you know, to be really uh, very enthusiastic. They have actually helped a lot with the different teams they are in. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I guess they're all, they were fresh grads, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. So do you have any advice right now for current students or soon-to-be fresh grads about the economy and jobs going mm. on with COVID-19? Well, definitely, um, like I said earlier, um, please do not be picky, too picky, too choosy. Right? Reason being also, um, have a very right attitude. Now, why I say that, just like what I've mentioned the GT program earlier, um, well, we have engaged a number of them, but the during the actual day when we have a really on-site program, now um, some of them did not turn up and they didn't explain. Oh. Yeah, so that oh, wow. that that really doesn't reflect um, good on oneself. And I think really the attitude, you know, how eager you are to to learn and the passion you show does speak a lot. Mm. How so? There's many companies doing graduate training programs right now. Mm -hmm. How can applicants? stand out besides, mm. uh, I mean, I guess, what do you look for in the attitude? And also besides attitude, how can mm. a person go to the uh, training day or assessment day and then mm. prove their worth? 
Now, because during the training, we do have, uh, we put them in teams and mm. we actually see their level of participation, proactiveness. Mm -hmm. And also, um, when we also take time to put them in groups where we have like a so-called panel of interviews. They, they do not know then was a panel of interview, <laughs> but it was a more of like really a very informal interaction. Mm -hmm. And today, we actually, through all this, we actually know um, in terms of how they think. You know, mm -hmm. uh, what really, uh, what, what go through their thought process, which is important. Mm. So what are some do's and don'ts in that assessment day for graduate training? Like what is something that if this applicant did say didn't show up, obviously, mm. that's going to disqualify them? And what can, mm -hmm. what should they do? During yeah. that day. Well, I think it's it's just a courtesy to give a call if you are not mm -hmm. able to turn up rather than you just no show at all. Yes. Yeah. So um, the other thing is that, of course, when you, you are participating um, in terms of um, an event like that, please um, just be proactive. You know, um, I think uh, it, it helps a lot just standing up to introduce yourself to the people around. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think that uh, is what we stand at the side to observe mm. and also uh, come prepared. Um, be willing to um, share your ideas, be willing to also work in a team to come out uh, with solution to the case studies we give. Mm -hmm. mm. So being proactive, being prepared, communicating mm. and teamwork. Yep. Mm. Say, so some people are extroverts, so this might come off a bit more easy to them, but mm. maybe there's some introverts as mm. well joining these assessment days. Mm. Do you have any tips or mm. if someone is quiet because they're an introvert mm -hmm. how do you spot that and how do you mm -hmm. ensure that they have an equal chance as well now i think this is uh well we observe during their team we so call a short team building session or when they come up with uh, some ideas of how to overcome uh, certain uh, problems that we have gave them on case studies now i i think being quiet is all right but rather when you speak is there substance? Substance. Sense, yes. Because you, you could just, uh, someone who is very, very extrovert could be speaking and kind of dominating all the time. Now, this is also something we observe, you know, where the teamwork, does this person mm. allow other people to actually have a say or have their input, you know? Yeah. So for extroverts, I guess your advice mm. would be don't speak all the time unless you have something valuable to add substance yep. and encourage maybe the introverts to show, mm. to participate. Yep. Because mm -hmm. that shows, I guess, leadership and teamwork as well. Yep. So both, both, you know, we want to ensure that everybody have a chance to participate, not mm -hmm. just the extroverts. Yeah. But have mm -hmm. you seen in any assessment days where this was a bit difficult for the applicants to mm -hmm. get out of their comfort zone and be more introvert or be more extrovert? Mm -hmm. Definitely, well, this is their innate nature for, for yes. someone who is a, an introvert. Now, that is something we couldn't change. But I think good thing is that we just do not use one way to assess. We also have like interviewers who speak to them you mm -hmm. know, on an individual basis. We really get to know them before we make a final decision who are in and, mm -hmm. and who you know, will not be able to join us. Yeah. Taking a step back, how, what is the process mm -hmm. like to apply for the graduate training program? Mm -hmm. How long is that process? And then I believe you said it was mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. rotation. Yep. Now we started this program since um, last October where we actually put online, um, you know, to, to solicit application. Mm -hmm. So after that, we sift through the application and um, actually, um, well, sorry, probably we have gone even before, before October, but in October, oh. we have an event where we bring them on site, where we meet them face to face. This is when we will actually come up with some team building programs and, you know, case studies for them. And so then after the team building on site day, is there mm -hmm. 
an additional interview afterwards or how many, mm-hmm. three, four? Yep. So after that process, we actually shortlist a handful of them where we will actually um, ask them to come into the office for one-to-one interview. Mm. Yep. And after that, um, you know, we went through some stringent selection and January on uh, starting this January, this year, we actually bring them in to join us in a company. I heard it's pretty normal to have the follow-up interview after the on-site assessment day or training day. Mm. Do you have tips or advice for people going into the one-on-one interview? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I think uh, now one-on-one interview is the person would know that by then you are we are kind of like you know having the interest Looking to pursue you. further. You know, uh, in terms of how how we are going to move forward. So I think um, the person coming in is definitely have to be very well prepared. Find out more about the company to, mm-hmm. to not just come unprepared. Read more about um, what what is uh, the company, what the company will eventually be engaging more in in terms of the business uh, direction, and also in the past what the company has been doing. All right, Emily, taking a step back and talking about mm-hmm. the trends, what's going on right now. Okay. How has the effect of COVID-19 been on Convoy? Are people working from home? And how do you ensure everyone is feeling safe and stays safe? Now, definitely COVID-19 has been affecting everybody, the economy, the business. Well, um, in Convoy, now we tours, our employees are important to us. We care about their health, their well-being. Now, from January, since January, we have already adjusted our working hours, mm. um, you know, so that they will not uh, actually be hit by the rush hours and definitely okay. less congested. We have also given our employees flexi lunch hours. Mm. Now, same similarly for them to avoid the crowd. Um, the other thing I think Convoy has done is that we have arranged for a split team operation. So one team will be working in the office, the other team will be uh, working from home, and then it goes on a rotating uh, weekly uh, shift, so-called. Mm. Now, so this will actually, um, you know, kind of take away the fear of our employees, give them time to be with the family as well, also help them to be the social distancing, mm. and also, you know, working in a less congested environment. And, and as a company, we also, um, you know, do more than that. We have been distributing masks and providing masks to our employees and also using the opportunity to do some social community work to, oh. um, yes, you know, we, we have our employees working together with the company. We distribute masks to the less fortunate and some of the NGOs. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah I, I, I myself and I find that very meaningful too. So... As someone who really enjoys lunch, mm. you mentioned flexi lunch. Does mm. that mean, say, if I'm an employee at Convoy, I can go for lunch anytime, 10 a.m. or 4 p.m.? Or is there like, <laughs> how does that work? No, well, you you go at 10 a.m. is breakfast already. <laughs> now, uh, lunch is definitely, you know, lunch lunch hours, but they could actually go before the crowd come in 11 mm. something, or they could like do a late lunch, two plus, you know. So, so we give them that flexibility in that sense. Okay. Mm. And can you elaborate more on the community contribution that mm-hmm. Convoy's had? I think it's a great time now for companies to really take this downtime to contribute to society and help the community recover. So mm-hmm. any advice for other companies who mm-hmm. are trying to do the same? Now, I, I think, uh, first of all, because I think there was a point uh, 
a period of time in Hong Kong where a lot of people are actually uh, in shortage of masks, you know, mm-hmm. and especially for, let's say, the less fortunate, the NGOs uh, whom the NGOs have been working with. So, well, I must give credit to our, our corporate communications department. They help yes. us to source for some NGOs where they know the needs of the people better. So mm-hmm. we work with them and we also, through our management, they source for us from different countries. I think, you know, it is really very touching to see our senior management yes. actually going around to source for us. So we, when we have supply of masks, we have our employees uh, double as volunteers to pack the masks. Mm-hmm. And uh, through our, our corporate comm department, we actually distribute out the masks to, to the NGOs. I see a lot of young people, millennials, Gen Z, they really care about giving back um, mm-hmm. corporate sustainability. You mentioned Convoy has a department just for that. Mm-hmm. Hmm, yes, we do. We, we do have a department that uh, works together with Corporate Com, a social responsibility um, department. Well, I would not call that a department, but it's a team a of team. people. Yep. Mm. Can you share more about any activities they're doing and how people can be involved? Mm. Yeah. Now, I think uh, we, we do work with uh, the elderly group, like okay. Lantern Festival, mm. where we, we visit some of the uh, elder folks, you know, where we give mooncake. Now, of course, uh, we are also going green. Um, okay. Yeah, that that now I will elaborate more probably in uh, other opportunities that we have. You know, yeah, I think that will need another session on its own. Of course, mm. I think it's very interesting, and it's part of the convoy company culture is giving back. Certainly, certainly. Mm. So, moving forward with the COVID nineteen and the economy, do you think that there's going to be a recession coming on? Mm-hmm. And how can fresh grads better prepare for this? Now, that question I have to throw back at you. Do you think that is a recession ongoing currently, Thomas? Oh, not <laughs> a financial expert or anything. Mm. Um, I think it's a good possibility, mm-hmm. especially with everything going on. Um, I'm from the U.S. and we're mm. starting to close our borders. Mm-hmm. So it it looks like it. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, what mm. about you? No, I think um, um, Hong Kong definitely, you know, I, I think it's really a double whammy in the sense because they have gone through many months of the social unrest and together with this coronavirus, definitely, mm-hmm. you know, they are into a recession. Now, I, I think this is also announced on, on the papers since end of last year. Mm. Yes. So what will I advise? I think, you know, um, doesn't mean that when um, there's no opportunity at all in the market. But I think, you know, during such a time, it is good for fresh grads to really reflect, take time to find who they are because take time to build themselves as an individual, mm-hmm. to do not stop learning, you know, always participate in programs like the Finspire Hackathon where yes. it gives them the platform for competition because this is a way to learn, learn from, about themselves and also about what others could provide in terms of ideas, you know, sharing of uh, networking and in terms of sharing of ideas and information. Do you have any advice or resources to help people, especially students, fresh grad, maybe students with no job experience prior mm. to really learn about themselves? You can mm. say, yes, okay, go learn about yourself. But maybe some people are like, mm. where do I begin? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the question is, uh, what kind of impact we want to create and who we are? Do we Are we defined by the society you know, or we actually define uh, by our own values, our own thoughts, our own dreams. And during such time like that, it doesn't mean that we are not working, means that everything stops. 
right? Like just now mm-hmm. when I say find a different platform to learn. Yes. Yeah. Even picking up a new skills. No. So so one of the areas I think, you know, one has to to really maximize the time they have right now when things are slowing down. Mm-hmm. You know, pick up something that they have not learned before, that they have always wanted to learn, you know, and just don't think, go do it. For me, that is technical skills. So I'm mm-hmm. learning how to code and develop. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely while it's, you know, I get to work from home and then in the evenings, I'll be able to spend more time on that. Yeah. How can applicants demonstrate these new skills in an interview or job application? Because I'm no Java uh, mm-hmm. CSS expert, but I still... I am mm. taking time to learn a new skill. Can mm. I convey that in an interview or application? Yeah, certainly, because that would be very helpful. In in fact, it always allows the interviewer to understand this person is very keen to learn, to always have this attitude of self-development. You know, because I, I think, you know, instead of waiting, always waiting for organization or others to provide you with the opportunity, uh, it is actually uh, refreshing to learn that people are taking this into their own hands and taking ownership of that. So do you think, say, someone taking a technical course like me, should we include it in our CV? And, mm-hmm. and where sh- how should mm-hmm. we word that? I, I think you could put under other interests or, oh, okay. yeah, because you can always do that. Yeah, And I think when I look at some CVs, especially um, those sent by the fresh grad, one thing um, that I realized that it didn't uh, really put too much stress on uh, or emphasis on is area where, you know, their hobbies, their interests. Okay. Actually, hobbies is not just about, you know, I photography and mm-hmm. so on. It, but it can be broader than that, you know, something that you develop yourself as an individual. Or even learning simple things like leadership skills, you know, okay. on your own. I, I think this is good to let your future employer know. Okay, so mm-hmm. an extra section for hobbies or maybe trainings or courses like leadership training. Yeah, mm, that- it, it, those are helpful. Mm. And then in an interview, if the interviewer doesn't touch upon this, should mm. they bring it up? Oh, by the way, I also have been mm. learning new skills. How mm. can people bring it up in an interview? Mm. Now, I think um, at the end of the interview, you know, you, you could also say, can I share a little bit more oh. about, you know, um, some of the things, some of the new skills that I've acquired? I think this are a way to also, it, it doesn't have to be like one way the interviewer asks question, you know, ask that. There's mm. always a time where um, the interviewer always say, do you have any question to ask? I think this are time that you could actually bring out some of this. And then your next point about networking, we definitely agree. Um, there's been a transition to online webinars, online networking events. Yep. Finspire Hackathon was a great place for students to network with mentors and also other students. Mm-hmm. Does Convoy hold other webinars or does Convoy plan to hold any future networking events? Yeah, certainly we, we are still in discussion. Definitely the trend we look at and because of this successful story from the Finspire Hackathon, yes. we are definitely looking forward to do more eventually on that. And I don't know if I should be asking this. Can we be expecting a Finspire Hackathon Part Two coming up? No, we we will definitely going be going towards that direction. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so going on, so fresh grads, some of them have experience, some of them don't. Mm-hmm. How can fresh grads without experience make up for that lack of experience when they apply mm-hmm. for jobs? Now, like I say, um. Now, even through this hackathon, uh, Inspire Hackathon, we could see that a number of them actually do not have work experience. Mm-hmm. But when um, during that presentation, they are able to show us that, you know, they, they do have the potential, you know, besides the idea, you know, the way they articulate, the way they communicate and the enthusiasm they show. 
Now, so these are also important. These are also what a lot of companies will be looking at because they are very um, eager to actually employ fresh grad. You know, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, because we need to build our next generation of talents. Mm-hmm. You know, that is where, you know, from the, this will be from the fresh grad. So it's okay for participants of Hackathon to put that in their CV and it looks attractive to HR directors recruiting that they took mm. part in these competitions? Yeah, I think it's good to write uh, they take part, but in particular, you know, what is the project or what 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 oh. is the idea they have, uh, you know, kind of pitched during this event It will be helpful. Mm. And then you mentioned that this is feeding into some job opportunities at Convoy. Can mm. you share more about the different job opportunities currently available? I, mm-hmm. I mean, are you hiring right now during COVID-19? <laughs> now, we, we have not stopped hiring, but we are okay. actually, we narrow down to some of the roles that we are uh, really important to uh, the growth of Convoy in mm-hmm. this 2020. I think some of the roles, I think you could see probably on our jobs, uh, job ads, are, um, you know, um, sales advisors. You know, we are still hiring sales advisor, but well, this we need certain years of experience. Mm-hmm. And we are also looking at, um, you know, product managers, uh, in particular for insurance. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, well, um, now some, some of the roles which I think is crucial in the market uh, for our industry is actually uh, learning uh, legal and compliance. Legal and compliance. Yes. Because why? Because now there are a lot of regulators for our industry. So we need uh, people who are able to um, kind of uh, know the regulation and uh, to, to kind of um, to have the knowledge so-called. It's yeah. great to hear that even during this downtime, mm-hmm. companies such as Convoy are still hiring. Yeah, we, we are, though, though we slow down a little bit, but we are still hiring, definitely. Hmm. Do you have any advice for other companies who are also trying to hire but have to slow down a bit? Mm-hmm. Any best mm-hmm. practices? Mm-hmm. I think, um, now, you mean for Convoy ourselves, right? For yeah. yourself and then maybe for other companies in mm-hmm. Hong Kong. Now, I guess because uh, the, the, you know, we do not know the next few months whether mm-hmm. how the, the COVID-19 will last, how long you will, you will be hanging around and so on. But I think uh, we have to be very stringent. What are the roles that is immediately, um, you know, we can bring in and we know we need this role to prepare for the future. Mm. Yeah, because, you know, if we everything stands still, then we are not moving anywhere. But we, we, we have to know our own direction, where the company want to forge forward, what are our visions, and then bring in roles that will actually uh, you know, get ready for the market to come. And I guess that's one of the big reasons of mm-hmm. implementing the graduate training program because yeah. the youth mm-hmm. are the future. Yes, certainly the youth, you know, they are the future. I, I really sincerely um, promote that and I definitely um, you know, buy into that. Mm-hmm. Does Convoy have openings for students? Mm-hmm. Now, currently, we actually, now students, um, some of the uh, students who are still pursuing their education, yes, actually, we are running a um, summer internship program. Okay. It is already online. We have advertised it and uh, we hope to bring in this intern soon in the next few months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there specific roles for those summer internships? Um, yeah, we are still working with the different departments mm-hmm. to identify the needs, but definitely, uh, you know, we, we already have a uh, quite a few departments, you know, okay. taking up. Yep. So multiple mm. roles. That's great to hear. Yep, there are. Mm-hmm. Do you have specific 
tips or advice for students applying for the internships? Mm-hmm. Now, because there are many, many applications. We receive like mm-hmm. 500 or oh, wow. applications, but we do not have so many roles. Yes. So definitely, uh, we will look at in terms of, uh, first, we could only look at is their area of, um, you know, their, their, which faculty they are in or what are they majoring in. And at the same time, we also look for those who have some other summer internship experience. So mm. those stand, so those do stand out a little bit more. Mm. So it's good for people looking for careers to really get experience in other internships and that helps them grow. Yep. Definitely, yes. So so that's why I advise, you know, for students who, who are actually waiting for results or, you know, during the summer holidays, please do, you know, go and do some yep. intern work in different companies that, that build up your experience. Yep. And then when students list these different internship roles in different companies, mm. What's the best practice or what do you like to see in a CV included in the internship experience? Now, um, definitely um, those maybe who have, well, it's difficult to find people who work in the industry, but there are a handful of them. Um, Now, actually, we are not um, that sort of uh, particular in terms of what which industry but rather what they have been doing let's say mm-hmm. for instance um you know if uh, certain departments look are looking for certain skill set which means you know then i will actually zoom into what they have done previously so not not in any particular manner mm. so i guess more on transferable skills and being able to showcase what value added to the different yeah, companies Moving forward with um, fresh grad jobs and students as mm-hmm. well, how can people manage their expectations for salaries, salary negotiation? Mm-hmm. What are the best advice mm-hmm. and tips you have for that? Now, actually, for fresh grad salaries in the market is pretty, you know, determined or, or kind of uh, fixed in that sense. But if you're talking about during such time, then I think um, let's not just focus on salary alone. Definitely, um, you know, what is important is that uh, a job that, you know, you're able to kind of grow, a job that you could learn, you know, and build your experience is more important than just salary. But having that say that is no job is for free, right? So, <laughs> yes. so, so now I think in this market, you know, um, do expect like a 10%, you know, card, you know, mm. but if something that you like, you know, I think, you know, let's not just look at the salary or the pay alone. So the 10% cut is because of COVID-19, everything going on. And also um, now, I think, uh, like just now you've said earlier, like um, there are a lot of companies that have kind of freeze hiring. Mm-hmm. Of course, there will be lesser job opportunities around. Okay. Yep. Mm. But I mean, in that sense, if the economy, when the economy gets better in the future, then mm. there's opportunity for it to go up more than usual as well. So that's where it comes. You you know, you need to build your experience first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, if you have the experience, you are, you are relevant in the market. You know, once you have built the experience, it's easier when you have other job opportunities that come along eventually for mm-hmm. you to then move back up. Mm. So always looking at the next step and building up. Yes. You know, I think looking more to the long term than, long-term. you know, the short term. Yes. Mm. You mentioned that mm-hmm. it's not just about salary. It's all about, it's also about the value the company brings, um, mm. the training, what advice do you have for applicants to find the right job? Like, what should I be looking for in an interview, in a company website, in a company itself? Mm. Now, um, now to say that, Thomas, I always think there isn't really a right job, but mm. really a job. And you go in, you you take the ownership to make it right. Oh. <laughs> that that is why I I will see from that uh, anger, from that perspective. Um, now, um, definitely find out whether the company, um, you know 
do they do they have some training programs for their people? Uh, do they, does the company has a career path for people? Or um, you know what are some of the examples? You know, I think the don't be shy to ask uh, during the interview. I think you know that that will helps. You know, each of us looking for a job to determine whether, hey, this is this company that we want to join. Like just now, you asked some question about whether the company is involved in some CSR work. Mm. You know, how involved and what's the culture? What's the company culture? Because I think these are important things to, uh, you know, Gen Z and millennials. So take this opportunity to ask during the interview and find out. I mean, if they have uh, done some, um, what what is their culture like? You know, and uh, what are some of the CSR work they have been involved, you know? And I think from there, it, the, the um, individual could get quite a good vibe whether you want to go ahead or proceed, you know, mm. with interest. Yeah. Thank you so much, Emily, for joining us today and sharing such great advice for students looking for internships, for fresh grads joining their first jobs, mm. and even for experienced hires looking for senior roles. How can people get in contact with you and Convoy to learn more about your company culture and opportunities? Now, first of all, I want to thank you for your time to Thomas. And uh, definitely, if anyone is interested to find out more about Convoy, now we have presence on LinkedIn. You could always find us there. Or alternatively, you can actually look at our corporate website at www.convoy.com.hk. Now, please Everyone, look out for our future upcoming Finspire events or even um, our GT programs or our summer internship program. We will be always glad to have you, you know, um, contact us or join us at any point. Thank you so much. as Emily Leung from Convoy, HR Director. So really great advice. Thank you so much. Thank you.